0: Welcome to Wingtorn. This is a story of a young man with an oath to avenge his parents, a young woman who hides the secret of her blood, and an emerging force threatening a tentative peace between humans and the Fae. This is a fantasy serial podcast, written and performed by Claire C. Marshall. Book 2. Allegiance. Chapter 15 Epilogue Bingle Present Day Fingal shot up like a drowning man finally breaching the surface. The Fae Militia had attacked him. He died, didn't he? Ambushed on the road, stumbled back to Ashdown or some place like it. The Dunma House, a pile of black rubble. Then, another ambush. Arms had hooked him, Deep voices had chided him. Looted him? He patted himself down unsteadily. Yes, his weapon was gone, his belt, his cloak. His pain brought the room into focus. A sliver of a window above the narrow cot let in the full force of day. A night table stood sentry at the foot of the bed by the door. He could lean forward and touch the entrance. If he'd had the strength. No pictures on the walls. The floor looked like it hadn't been swept in a while. This broom closet of a bedroom felt like a prison. He was a small child again at Mother Zeppelin's when he disobeyed her and she'd made him sleep away from the other children for three nights. He shook his head. That was then. He was a man now. He touched his sore cheek with his recently bandaged hand, remembering the fay who had flattened his fingers and kicked him from the carriage. The hand felt rigid, protected. Whoever had tended to him knew how to dress an injury. A sharp sadness ran through him as he realized he may never have the full use of the hand again. "'It's all right, Fingal. You're alive.' Fingal hadn't heard anyone come in, And yet, there she was, a middle-aged woman, carrying a bowl of steaming soup on a wooden tray, closing the door behind her with a gentle kick. He blinked hard, groggy and half-conscious. How do you know who I am? This elicited a smile from the woman as her eyes brightened. It's been some years, and neither of us are as young as we once were, I could hardly forget the towering man who so fiercely protected the young thing, even when it nearly cost him his life. Fingal's stomach sank as he gripped the cold wall. He pressed against it as more detail of his surroundings assaulted his senses. The smell of roasting vegetables elsewhere in the house, the humidity soaking his clothes, the dust bunnies hiding in the corner, as it dawned on him fully where he had awoken. Adeline Stovall was not just the housewife of a high-ranking imperial guard. Her pristine apron, her perfectly pressed green dress, they were all carefully constructed lies to fool the handful of no-ones who traversed this backwater hamlet. Appearances were everything, after all. She was fair of face with a strong jawline, round hazel eyes, long lashes and she had a head full of blonde, white curls that brushed her shoulders. Although it had been nearly two decades and she had matured beyond motherhood, she had the poise and power of her younger self. Which, especially in that moment, made her more dangerous than Fingal Morplath. I have to go, he grumbled. He stood, or he thought he did, but instead he crumpled to the floor. Thousand pins seemed to stab his long legs as he struggled to right himself. The room was so cramped he nearly planted his face in Adeline's apron. If he hadn't been covered in bruises before, he certainly was now. You need to rest and heal, Adeline said, eyeing him carefully. Pressing his injured hand close to his chest, He propped himself against the cot and tried not to look as weak as he felt. He was not among friends. I'm fine, he muttered. Adeline set the tray down on the nightstand. Some of the soup sloshed over the side. Your girl caused quite a stir. Fingal panicked. What had she done now? Had she gotten the Dunma family killed? No, she wouldn't, but she could if her mother had gotten to her he couldn't sense her why maybe she was dead in the fire with the rest of them no the queen would have visited him by now killed him off the boy dunnock nora dead everyone he had loved gone no no that couldn't be he hadn't seen any bodies, but he'd been so confused. He wouldn't take the bait, Adeline dangled. It had been a mistake to bring Riona back here, but what was done was done. How did I get here? He demanded. As Fingal's deepest fears ran away with him, Adeline huffed a sigh and folded her hands slowly in front of her, like a teacher about to begin a lesson. Galen found you in the remains. It took six men to get you back here. They all thought you'd die in your sleep. Shells with what the Imperial Guards know. Fingal grunted in contempt to hide the stab of fear in his chest and held out his good hand. Help me up. Raising her eyebrows, Adeline hesitated. I don't think I'll be able to hold you. Are you keeping me here against my will? Fingal barked. Adeline scoffed, Don't be foolish, then help me. She flexed her fingers and then thought better of it. Do you need me to help you eat? Fingal's shoulders relaxed against the side of the cot, so it was going to be like that. A thundering voice emanated from a different part of the house. He's awake, barely Adeline replied. Opening the door a smidge, Galen Stovall shuffled past his wife with little decorum. The man was just as oafish as Fingal remembered, and his stocky, round body had only grown gnarled with age. If only the Fae Militia hadn't got to him. He challenged this has-been Imperial Guard on the spot and put him in the ground where he belonged. I told you, if you came back here again, I'd kill you. Galen said, shoving a thick finger in Fingal's face. Is that what you want? Fingal pressed his lips together in a contemptuous smile as he held up his bandaged hand. Off to a roaring start. Snarling, Galen grabbed Fingal by the throat and cracked his head against the wall. Fingal's vision tunneled once more. Maybe this would finally be the day. "'That's not necessary,' Adeline shouted briskly at her husband. "'He's barely there as it is.' "'This is my operation,' Galen said, threw gritted teeth at her, and fixed Fingal with a murderous glare. "'Where is the girl?' His grip tightened around Fingal's neck. "'And what have you done with my son?' For listening to Wingtorn. This episode was written, performed, and produced by the author, Claire C. Marshall. The Wingtorn theme music was composed by Cloud Road Music, and additional music is by Irene Chan. If you want to learn more about my books, please visit wingtorn.com.